Hello, Mr. Jonathan. Jonathan, are you with us? Check, check. How about now? I can, as long as very loud noises, but yes. Alright. Alright, we are in now. Uh, worst case scenario, I can't trim this off the front. So hello, everyone! <laughs> Welcome to the Send Them Off podcast, yet again, coming from, I presume, our respective bedrooms. Yep. In pandemic crisis, other synonyms for going on yep how, how are you today jonathan you know what you're doing well in two weeks we'll be done with the semester so looking forward to that aside of that you know just living the quarantine lifestyle the quarantine lifestyle obvious being uh sweatpants every day <laughs> like sweatpants every day doing zoom classes from the bedroom <laughs> And podcast on the week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pl- you know, playing a good bit of FIFA when we're not in class. Yes, yes. Speaking of FIFA, we, we have a treat uh, later in the episode uh, where you and I will be doing, uh, we'll be drafting teams from the current MLS players, uh, and w- which I will be putting into a FIFA 20 uh, roster and allowing them to play against each other CPU versus CPU. Those games will eventually end up on my easiest way is my YouTube channel uh, because I'm going to have to upload it straight from the PlayStation. Um, and uh, next episode, we will be able to go over, you know, what happened there and, and see which one of us is the uh, the better GM, if you will. Yeah, but like, it's going to be a real treat. We're going to be sending them at each other. I can just tell you right now that with my roster, we might be seeing a good couple fouls, couple cards coming our way. So <laughs> I'm going to make sure I'm sending them out with the right aggressive mindset. All right. And in the in the background, as we begin this episode, I, I want to point out in case I have to, if I do any reacting, but there's currently a mystery ball CPU versus CPU game between Atlanta and Portland to determine which one of us gets the number one pick in this draft. Which is currently sitting at nil nil. I'd say how far have they made it in so far. Uh, we we're just coming up to uh, just about halftime, so it could be a very exciting second half of this game. But uh, we are going to start off the episode with something that Jonathan has brought to my attention, which is the MLS in ninety six uh, page on. I, I looked on Instagram. I believe it's also on Twitter. Um which is essentially reliving the debut season of the MLS. Jonathan, you uh, know a bit more about this. Right, so you know 1996 was a different time. Major League Soccer was just starting, and there were a good couple things that were different about how Major League Soccer in 1996 worked, some for the better, some for the worse, and is why we don't have it here today. But, you know, like, I was going through it, I was looking through some of it, and... Do you know there were parts of that 1996 season? I was like, huh, 
how awesome would it be if we could bring back some of this in a different way a little bit, but into, you know, the current Major League Soccer structure? Yeah, yeah, and of course everybody uh, knows about the the old penalty system with the doing one-on-ones from like 35 yards away. Um, and of course, everything in the 90s was nuts. You had those incredibly baggy kits, <laughs> all, almost all of which had, you know, collars. Yep. Some of them for the better, some of them for the worse. You know, like, you know, there are some team names that, you know, there are some team names that I wish we could, you know, still have around. And then there are some that I just look at, I'm like, yeah, no, you, you need to go away. <laughs> You mean like the burn? Yeah, no. I, I remember I looked at that like that team name. Can't get behind. But fun fact, did you know that the burn apparently had a horse that would run in on the field during their inaugural season? Like that's yeah, something. Yeah, like, uh, Florida State. And <laughs> they're pregame rich. Yeah, you know, like stuff like that. I'm like, huh, burn, maybe get rid of the team name, but maybe bring back the horse for a match. Nah, it's no. The they're the modern day FC Dallas. They have to have a bull run out. They have to have a bull and a bull rider on the field before the game. Like you know, you just have to bring out. You got you know, like you can't start it until you know you got the animal out. <laughs> that's that's American sports. Exactly. Like you know, you think you're gonna come and you're going to just sit there for about what an hour or two watching a soccer match, and then you just look over and you're like, huh, that's a bull. And it's on the field. <laughs> All right, so let, let's start with uh, uh, let's let's start with you since th- this is something that uh, you brought to my attention. You've been following a little bit better. Um, what would you like to bring? Like, if you had to choose one thing, what would you like to bring? So this is going to be a bit controversial, and so I'm only going to bring it back in this very specific scenario. Bring back the old style shootout, but. Have it be in the All-Star game. So if the All-Star game comes to a tie at the end of full time, we go to a shootout, but instead of doing it the normal way where you have to bury it from the penalty spot, we do it the 1996 way, where we give each player the five-second run-up to bury it past the goalkeeper. If nothing else, it'll bring more chaos. And once again, I'm saying we just keep this to the All-Star game. We keep all other regular season matches, all playoff matches the same. I think it would be something interesting to bring in, especially with, you know, a lot of people watch the All-Star game, maybe not ever having watched MLS. And, you know, if nothing else, it's something intriguing to rope in the audience each year. Now, I'd like to expand on that because there's two things that went with that old system. There's obviously the, you know, doing one-on-ones, but there's also the... The original penalty shootouts would occur at any time there was a draw, and it would work sort of like hockey, where you would play out to a finish, but if you went, if you lost on penalties, you'd still get a point, as if there was a draw. Just instead, the winning team of the penalties got three points, as opposed to getting points for a draw. Exactly. So, like, I would, I would never want that system to come back. As much as I like that in hockey. They also have like 82 games a year, so it's not as you know the the point difference wouldn't be as dramatic. Yeah, that I can get. That I can like see from that perspective, especially since you know, especially like you know, like you were pointing out with the such fewer games, 
we need you want to kind of standardize it a little more so i think definitely like, you know bringing it back in i just want i like the mechanics of it i maybe don't necessarily want that point value with it that's why i was kind of thinking you know making an all-star gimmick because in a sense like you know that game's kind of meaningless but if we're being honest it kind of is Outside of the fact that, you know, it's kind of like you almost get that dream lineup of what happens if we put the best players in MLS all on one team. So that's where I'm thinking, you know, we put it in games like the All-Star game. Maybe if teams want to bring it in, well, this also requires teams to have fans in the stands if they're playing a friendly. But, you know, trying to do things like that where, you know, the games themselves are meaningless. And you're like, you know what, what's a special gimmick we can add to this? That's why I think, you know, we could potentially... You could see this come in, and if nothing else, it just adds an extra wrinkle. And I think you could definitely expand on that, and I think it would be really interesting to have a penalty challenge during like the all-star like festivities. So like how they have the skills challenge and stuff, have one player from each team in the league compete in a penalty challenge, like in like a, some sort of knockout. Um, tournament whether that be everybody goes and if you score you move on and if you don't you get eliminated and then we whittle it down or some sort of bracket um with the old school penalty format oh yeah definitely like you know that's probably like you know one of the reasons that they might brought back skills chance to try and figure out what they can bring in because honestly like that when they brought back that back for all-star weekend last year that was one of the my favorite things to watch so you know what if they want to throw it in They've got an extra view in me. All right, and I think that would be a good way to – because that guarantees you're still seeing that each year, whereas if the All-Star game doesn't end in a draw, then you don't get to see True. That. All right, Tom, so you've done a bit of looking through. What do you want to – what would, do you think would be a good thing to bring back from 1996? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give some honorable mentions here first. Uh, just some things that I liked. Uh, mostly aesthetic. Uh, mostly aesthetic. Um, so that the that miter football that they used in their first season was class. It looked beautiful. So I kind of wish that would come back. Um, that along with the old logo, but although the old logo is very '90s <laughs> and early 2000s, so I very much understand why they got rid of it. But I did. Lo- there was something very nice about the old logo. Um, those those insane 1990s kit designs oh yeah definitely that would be insane if they if or or if at least teams had more alternates i would like for the teams to have more like alternate jerseys where and then maybe in those they could bring out some you know maybe a throwback jersey or something yeah. like that uh, and last of all for the honorable mentions alexi lawless's hair <laughs> I was wondering if that was going to make your list because I remember seeing that. I was like, oh, oh, wow, 1996, man. Lawless. The full ginger perm with the headband and goatee of Alexi Lawless. You see, that's what they really should do when, when they, like, you know, whenever MLS resumes and they're like, you know what, for the 25th season, we want to bring back Lawless. We want to have him commentate a match, but we're going to do one thing special. He's doing it with that 96 hairstyle. Put a wig on. You know, like, just like... <laughs> Fake beard. Exactly. Like, I remember seeing that, I was like, yeah, 1996, like, that's really what kind of needs to come back. But yeah, and definitely those throwback uh, kits, too. Like, I would love to see if 
all the you know all the teams that were in that original season that are still hanging around could just do like some sort of you know what for one match we're rolling them back. Right now, those honorable mentions aside, my my absolute number one I'd want to bring back is bring back the Tampa Bay Mutiny. Oh yeah, definitely is by far the best of the early teams. Uh, they had a, again a very 90s, so you, you could workshop it, you know, maybe, maybe put it in Photoshop, mess around a little bit with it, but you know, modernize it a bit. Uh, but their logo was class, their their color scheme was absolutely fantastic, and you know, what an amazing like name. And also, like Tampa feels like a place where we need an MLS, team. oh, yeah. Especially given given some places that have MLS teams that don't necessarily have other major sports. Oh yeah, definitely. And you know, like we kind of makes me think about how we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. You know, the growing potential rivalries in Florida that potentially kind of almost you know you might have a sort of cascaded cup situation where you know how like in the Northwest you have Vancouver, Portland, and Seattle. You bring that down to Florida where you have Tampa Bay, Orlando, and Miami all gunning at each other. Yeah, the, the Sunshine ah, Cup. Exactly. The Orange Cup. <laughs> and, you know, like, we just have... Yeah. I, that, I think, could get very interesting very quickly. And I think it's one of those, you know, just going back for nostalgia's sake is not necessarily the right idea, but I think the Tam- I say, Tampa sports are, you, are, are quite, uh, you know, prolific in, in a way. They don't necessarily have, like, championships, but they, they bring fans out. Um, with the exception of the Rays, but they also don't necessarily, they don't technically play in Tampa. So, uh, um, but you know, the Buccaneers, well, they've certainly got momentum behind them at the moment. Um, and I think Tampa Bay is definitely a spot where you could have a successful MLS franchise, especially more now. Like it may not have worked in the past, but also soccer culture was completely different in America when the MLS started. Yeah, exactly. Like, who would have thought in 1996 that, honestly, if you were a fan in 1996 of MLS and I told you that, okay, hear me out. In 2019, we're going to have, we're going to have, we're going to be expanding so rapidly. We'll be putting teams in Atlanta, Florida again. You're going to have so many people getting into this. You're going to be international. You would have looked at me like I was nuts. And now, oh, you know, now that, like, you know, you're ending up putting teams in places like Minnesota, Nashville, I mean, I don't see any reason why Tampa Bay definitely couldn't make the cut. Right. And as much as I would be in favor of MLS to focus on current growth as opposed to just um, adding as many teams as we can as the current expansion uh, philosophy seems to be, um, I think if, if they're going to keep looking to expand, I think bringing back, going back to Tampa Bay, bringing back the mutiny would be a fantastic uh, choice. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, theoretically, you can kind of almost keep that same branding if hypothetically you have them, you know, share the same stadium with the Buccaneers. Maybe they're owned by the same ownership group. You can, you can almost keep that same branding and have it work out. Just obviously update the logo a little bit. Yeah, but there's something that's like the mutiny is such a great, unique name in sports. It's like the Cosmos. Oh, yeah. Like, 
that's a name that could, in theory, just live on forever because there's not, you know, there's 50,000 Red Bull right. teams. There's, there's, oh, you know, an insane number of Uniteds in soccer. No offense to Atlanta. It's, but a, it's one of the most common the names same, that you hear. Yeah, it's one of the not. To have a team called the Mutiny would be insane. Yeah, definitely. Like, definitely, like, you know, especially when you see that MLS teams are kind of hopping, hopping onto that trend of, you know, going after that standard naming convention of something United or something SC or something FC. It's nice every once in a while to see a new team come in and break that mold a little bit and be like, yeah, we understand we're a soccer team, but we're also, you know, don't have to follow those normal conventions you see everywhere else. Which I think also helps for when you're trying to get fans for fans that you know in America that haven't you know been following soccer because outside of MLS, most team names are kind of you know following. They're they're kind of more cultural and you know like you tell that they follow like the history of you know the city that they're in. Like you know in Atlanta, like outside of MLS, all most of the other sports teams, with the exception of the Braves, are named after. Birds, you have the Hawks and you have the Falcons. In Nashville, you have the Tennessee Titans. So it would be interesting if these teams that could come back also follow that same, you know, kind of American ish naming style of teams. Right, right. And uh, breaking the mold is something that the MLS should be looking to do. And as much as it's as small as a team name, it's something, you know, that helps run with the idea we do, do we do things different right here all right so i now have the results oh of our of our first place game of our first pick game sorry excuse me the team getting the number one pick uh in and likely carlos Vela, <laughs> let's be honest in in our MLS FIFA 20 draft is Jonathan Ooh. United. Um, as Atlanta United won 3-1 oh, on penalties. Man. Yes, so I was sitting here trying to maintain a, a stoic face while watching the ugliest penalty shootout I have ever seen. <laughs> wow. You know, like props to them for fighting such a hard-fought battle. And you know what? I would love to make an unexpected pick here, but I just have to roll with Vela. Like, I I can't say that I'd want anyone else other than him, you know, as the first pick for my for our my fantasy team and at the striker <laughs> position outside of him. I mean, yeah, as I say, there's a reason why it was pretty obvious who was going to be picked. Now, I am a little annoyed that I did not get the first pick. Not specifically because of Carlos Vela, but because there are two people I very much... Well, there, there was a, a choice of depending on if I got first or second pick. I'm worried about the person I want in the second round, and I'm worried if I don't take them, you could take them. And that would make me very, you know, upset. So here's, this is where we're coming into the, th- right. into things, you know? So 
Um, before we before we get too far into this, I, I would like to explain some rules to the the people listening. Um, we are requiring we're going to be drafting eighteen uh, people apiece, so f- uh, a starting eleven and, and a full bench. Uh, you must have uh, four four forwards, five midfielders, five defenders, and two goalkeepers, just to keep things you know from one of us getting a back four and just filling the rest of the team with you know strikers. Of course. Um, and since we're using FIFA 20, there is an issue, uh, as inter any players for inter Miami or Nashville SC are not in the game. And that includes, unfortunately, uh, Walker Zimmerman, uh, who is not in the game, even though he was, was say, previously on, wasn't he like playing, uh, wasn't he in MLS before Nashville was a thing? <laughs> Yes, but I, I'm using the updated squads so that we can have MLS 2020 rosters. So unfortunately, because of that, there there is no uh, Walker Zimmerman, unless they've added him to free agents, which I don't think they have. So, uh, also, we cannot take more than one player who is 32 or older. Um that would have been a bigger worry with the likes of Zlatan still being in the league. <laughs> um, and we must have at least one player 21 or younger, which I don't necessarily know will be able to. Yeah, no, like, I feel like that's going to be one of those things we just hit bit almost probably within the next, probably within our first, like, four picks, we're going to hit that cap. Other than that, obviously, we must be taking current MLS players, so no Zlatans, no... Um, Wayne who Rooney. else has left? No Alfonso Davies, no Wayne Rooney, um, a little, no Almiron. A little, a little bit more of a throwback, but no Sean Johnson, sadly. <laughs> oh, good old Sean Johnson. That's a throwback. Now, I'm I'm very worried about two people here. Well, having played this game and played MLS games online in this game, uh, I must take Chicharito. Uh. Because there's no way I'm going to be able to win if you end up with both of them. Honestly, that, that's pretty good logic right there. I, I can't blame you there. Like, he's, he was one of my next picks, so that was a smart move right there. Yes, and now all, all I'm hoping is you don't take the man I want, but I think you will. Well, <laughs> but it is now your pick. See, keeping kind of in that mood of we're going going for the attack-minded players first, we're going to roll up with Joseph Martinez. We're playing this in a world. I'm assuming we're playing this in a world where, excluding injuries, we assume all these players are healthy, right? Yeah, so. Yes, yes, yes. So Joseph Marie Martinez is on the roster. All right, then I'm going to with him for my second pick. And I'm upset that I didn't even think of Interesting. <laughs> because I'm just, I was, he was so far in the back of my mind because yeah, of his no. injury. So I was just like, oh yeah, no, he's not even, yeah, he doesn't no, like, exist honestly, anymore. That, honestly, <laughs> like, I had that moment too for a second when I was running through my picks. And I was like, I feel like I'm forgetting someone who, like, if they... We're healthy. We're... So, also, though, watch FIFA decide to... 
I've probably now already well, lost. But... Tifa decides to have some jokes in the um match between our two squads and injures Joseph in like the first ten minutes, just to be like, eh, let's make this a little more realistic. Now I will be taking the first non-forward of the draft, uh, as I will be taking Diego Valeri. I I was thinking you might snipe him. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was the man that I was like, the two people I want if you went first were Chicharito and Valeri. So I got both. I got Obviously, if I had first pick, it would have been Vela. And, uh, yeah, that Valeri. I can't blame you on. Let's see. My next pick I'm going to roll with. I'm going to start looking towards the midfield and start, you know, buffing things up there. We're going to bring back. Let's see. Originally, that pick was going to be Valeri. But we're just going to have to go a little more creative. And we're going to run with Nagby. We're going to start, you know, showing up things on the defensive end first. And this pick is kind of, you know, more of a thing of we just know how much of a rock he is. We just know how good he is at, you know, keeping things tight and controlled. And, you know, not, nothing bad to have in the team. Say so. Obviously, when I'm putting these teams together in FIFA, y- your team will be Atlanta United. My team will be represented by the Portland Timbers. Um, so it, it is nice to know that if when Nagby was getting picked, he was going to end yeah. up on one of his former teams. You know, like he would have to come back to his roots somewhere. All right. So now I'm going to take. Trying to think if there's another player I should worry about, but I don't think there is. I am going to take one if I can choose the right team so I can make sure I know what his position is in FIFA. This is kind of weird because I have to move between the teams on FIFA. I am going to be taking one Christian Pavone. Interesting choice. Let's see, what, what what was kind of the logic there? Um, we are doing this on FIFA, and I know he's a beast on FIFA. <laughs> I say, honestly, like, honestly, that's all I need to hear. I mean, it's the truth. See, we're going to run with next on my end. Kind of, you know, working a little bit in the defense. It's just more so I know this guy will straight up kill anyone, in, almost kill anyone in FIFA. He almost kills anyone in real life. That much of a beast. We're rolling with from the Red Bulls, Kamar Lawrence. That... That's why I'm telling because I've seen this. I have played against this man a couple of times in a couple of times when I've done an MLS career mode. I know how much of a pain he can be. And he, I say, if his FIFA performance can hold up, I think he can shut down attacks really well. Mm, you said for Marlon Rebels? Let's see. Did he move? He's not on the oh, dark. He okay. We're gonna have to get a little more creative. There. I keep forgetting he left. We're gonna pull from the Red Bull still. We're gonna run with Aaron Long then. Kind of going with the young with the youth move. Oh yeah, that's right. He plays for Anderlecht now. Sorry, I was just double checking to make sure he didn't move. Yeah, no, that, yeah, no, I was having that moment too. Like, where did he go? Oh yeah, he left. MLS. 
I mean, we only got like two game two yeah, game, two, two weeks. weeks. I think two weeks to adjust to the two new weeks teams. Almost wouldn't count the Concacaf teams. All right, so Aaron Long is the first defender taken. Only because Walker Zimmerman is not in this roster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I no, think we could all agree on that. If Zimmerman was a choice, he would be gone by now. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> I mean, we know he can he can strike a shot, Honestly, too, no. so... Yeah, just throw just them up like, you know, we're gonna like we know this is gonna be a bit controversial, but just do what you do. And also, like in FIFA, weird right, stuff I happens will. all the time. So I will also be taking a defender, as I will be taking one Ico Park. I was wondering, I was wondering how long Ico Park was gonna sit on the table before one of us got him. Or that, you know, like 95 pace yeah. on defense. Like, <laughs> uh, it's only only 80, but it's 85 still. Let's see, my next pick is going to be. I have to start thinking about where I want to take this now. So, we're going to kind of make a bit of an interesting. Before I make this next pick, so you can kind of see how I'm allocating players here, I'm going to put out my intention that in this world, Vela isn't playing as a striker. At least not in my formation. I mean, you have Joseph Martinez, so it's reasonable yeah. he can play as so, a winger. With that being said, and Vela partying at right midfielder, striking with Joseph, I'm going to end up running with Raul Rui Diaz. Right. Um, I know your favorite team. One of the best names in MLS. Oh, yes. <laughs> hey, you, you know me so well, buddy. <laughs> See, part of my problem, and I feel like this is absolutely uh, uh, going to be a problem for you as well, is it's it's quite hard to not want to just do you know an absolute homer, and just pick people from your <laughs> own team. But also like some of the you know yeah they're quite good. You know, it's like it's trying to figure out how much of that bias is weighing in when putting together. Which is why I am going to be taking uh, Jimmy Chara. Interesting. Because he has right. about 95 Like, you know, like, that's kind of a no-brainer. Also, he is listed as a mid... <laughs> say, also, he's listed as a midfielder in this game. Yeah, that I can kind of see. Like, people have interesting assignments. So, for this move, I'm going to be stacking him at left midfielder, which I know FIFA 19 denotes him as. I don't know FIFA 20 puts him at left midfielder, but darn it, we're going to stick him there and see what happens. We're going to put Barco in. Ooh. I'm just going to put E because I cannot <laughs> spell that. And Barco. <laughs> I was like, come on, Tom, you don't, you don't want to try, you don't want to try and see how close you get? No, I really don't. I don't want to try to butcher Ezekiel Barco. 
Uh, he is a left winger in the game, which means it makes him a forward. Now that will that will close out your All forwards. Right. Um, if I can actually operate my <laughs> Excel accordingly. Technical difficulties not revolving from the fact that we're using our phone at the moment. <laughs> All right. Now, remember what I said about trying oh to not be a homer? Well, I'm going to throw it out the window. I'm going to take the brother <laughs> of my last pick. <laughs> so I'm going to take the Ah, oh, boy. <laughs> because I need a... Yeah, so essentially my midfield is just that of the Portland Timbers. But also, they have yeah, one no, of the best like, I can't blame you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to start looking, you know, a little bit more and trying to finish up the midfield from, like, kind of, you know, the point is we're going to start working on the midfield a little more. So, just double checking, making sure this guy hasn't left from New York City FC. We're running with Maxi Morales. Ooh. Good pick. Good pick, my good sir. I need to make sure he was off the table. I know this man. I know what he does. I just need him to keep <laughs> doing it in FIFA. <laughs> also, I feel like that's what's going to be the weird thing when we watch how this goes down. Is how many of these players that we know are good in real life just either A, show up to FIFA, and they're just, they just fall apart, or B, it's the players that we pick that we don't expect to be good in FIFA because they aren't as good in real life, and all of a sudden they just, like, they just ball out. Right. See, now here's... Oh, I actually, you know what? I thought about it, and as soon as I thought of his name, I know exactly who I'm taking. I'm going to be taking Reggie Ooh. Cannon. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that might be kind of helpful. <laughs> But, and he is the best fullback in the MLS. Let me see. So earlier we misspoke about goalkeepers who had left, and I'm just gonna do one quick check. It was not Son Johnson who I was missing, who otherwise would be off the table by now. It was actually. Um, Zach Steffen, who now I remember his name correctly. So yes. that being said, now that I know he's on the table, and just because I want to make sure I have him as my goalkeeper, yeah, no, we're taking Sean Johnson. Sean Johnson of which team See, is he on now? On, he's on New York City <laughs> FC. Yep. Yeah, he's still on New York City. As I say, I know. that man has been all over the like, place. I was checking his Wiki- I was checking his Wikipedia page. I was like, "Wow, you you made a good couple trips, on. Also, didn't know he played for UCF now, in college. Interesting. See, this is yeah, an no. educational journey for both us and the listeners. <laughs> now, I'm gonna, you know, not not really hold my cards to my chest at this moment. I'm really glad you did that because now I know who your goalie is going to be, so now I don't have to worry about taking it. I think it would be a bad time before one of us tried to take goalkeepers. I'm like, I just need to make sure I have my guy right now. 
I was like, well, I don't have to worry about that anymore. All right. This is the, the oh hard boy. part. Now, now we get stuck. I'm trying not. We gotta try not to have dead air, but I'm also absolutely stuck. Yeah, no. Like I'm now here. looking at my pre-draft sheet, and I'm just like, oh boy. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so there's a couple ways I could go because obviously I could go. Uh, I've a. You have already taken forwards, so anybody who's a forward is now only available to me. So that's nice. <laughs> so I've got that to look at. Um, but I think I am going to take Miles Robinson. Darn it, I, I, I'm going to snipe him. Let's see, that's a pretty solid pick, though. About this. I'm going to... I think kind of pulling same from the Atlanta defense. I'm going to snipe Franco Escobar. All right, he, fulfilling the uh, the need for a fullback. <laughs> like I looked at this and I was like, "Oh yeah, defense. <laughs> That's kind of necessary." All right, now we're very quickly back to me. Ah, I'm panicking now. So I think I'm just going to go ahead and you know start looking at filling up this defense. Now, there's a couple ways I can go. So, obviously, I still need a left back. Uh, otherwise, I'll have a full one. And there's a f couple ways to go. And the very obvious choice, unfortunately for me, is to continue taking people from my own team. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think... Which the good <laughs> news is I won't have to move. I won't have to move as many people. Um, although obviously that's not very exciting. Ooh, ooh, he is listed. Okay. Um, but I, I, I think I'm going to go with that. I'm going to trust him. Uh, I'm going to take Mr. Uh, Jorge. I knew it. <laughs> As soon as as you as soon as you step on your own I'm, game, I'm gonna trust him. In that case, we're gonna run with we're gonna run with someone who graduated who graduated from Atlanta is currently partying in Cincinnati. Which yes, we are going to pull from Cincinnati for a pick. We're gonna run with Greg Garza. Kind of work at finishing that back line. You know, the, the hardest part for me doing this is just how slow FIFA, <laughs> FIFA menu is. <laughs> As I have to, like, go and look at every single person and make sure that they play the positions we think yep. they play. You know, we get that before we get that from there. So, wait, you don't play this? <laughs> Such as uh, 
Barco being yep. a winger. I remember the first time I played FIFA and I saw him listed as I was like, interesting. I don't ever remember a game where we played him as that, but... All right. So, I am actually keep looking at a couple of, Atlanta, of Cincinnati players as well. And because of that, I am actually going to take a oh Cincinnati boy. player as well. Who are you going I'm going to take the oh, Bosnian boy. beast himself. I'm going to take Med- Medunyanin. <laughs> Medunyanin? I think. That sounds as right as we can get. So like Cincinnati fans, we swear we tried. You would think the guy who's been to Bosnia could yeah. pronounce that, but no. Like I was, I'm having that thought. Like, wait a minute, Tom, didn't you go to? <laughs> Let's see. I think this pick will finish out my starting eleven. Well, we'll almost finish out my starting eleven. Yeah, no, this will finish out the eleven. Yeah. We're gonna let's see if if I didn't hear you call this man. Well, once again, pulling from your favorite team, Tom, at central oh, attacking no, midfielder. Okay, I don't think he's taking the person. Nicholas Ladero. Good. <laughs> ah, one Nicholas Ladero. I'm not surprised. I'm actually kind of surprised he yeah, took no, this I long. But see, as I say, right, but I have in my team I already have um Valeri in that spot. So rolling with what I would like my team to play, it's having a, an attacking midfield another attacking midfielder is not necessarily uh right. especially advantageous. So I went with Valeri instead for well because he's he's a former MLS MVP. Yeah. You know, like picking between Valeri and um, Ladero. Yeah, no, like he Valeri's the more obvious choice. Now, I'm 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 going to surprisingly pick a Seattle. Tom, is that allowed? Uh, it it is on the basis that okay, it is yeah, Jordan. Nice. And in FIFA 19, that man basically single-handedly won me a World Cup as manager of the USA. So I say, yeah, I can't blame you for that. <laughs> All right, so let me see. So I think, so let me see. I think that should put us both at having drafted 11 so far. If my math is right. Yes, it does. All right. So yes. now starting to kind of work on, starting to work on my bench. I don't know. Have you filled out your starting eleven yet? Uh, no, but that's oh, okay. just because I haven't taken a goalkeeper. We're gonna start with. <laughs> hmm, trying to think where do I want to go for my bench needs? Well, we're kind of gonna stay in that. Kind of gonna stay working in that um, midfielderish area. From Atlanta, we're gonna pull with Pity Martinez. All right. 
Oh god, they have him down as G. I know, or right? G, so that's confusing. You're like, <laughs> I was like, who is this G? <laughs> so I remember the first time I played with LA Knight career in 19. I was like, I was like, who is this? Guy? Oh yeah, I keep forgetting that is actually his real name. <laughs> who is this Gonzalo? You I was say we've of? never had that man before. <laughs> um. You know, it's like people who don't know Chicharito. Exactly. Like, you just see this, this other name show up on the street, and you're just like, who is this guy? All right, Tommy, are you going to finish off your 11 with the goalkeeper, or are you going to start filling up the bench a little bit? Hmm. I'm already started working on the bench. I'm actually currently trying to see whether oh, or not I've oh, broken my own rule. Which is definitely possible. Oh, I, I at the moment, I'm currently... It, it's the 31 and older rule. Valeri As Valeri is 33. Yeah, Valeri is 33. Chicharito and Opara are both 31. So. <laughs> so I, I may end up needing to make a, a substitution at, at some point here if I've broken my own rule. Although it looks like I am just barely surviving here. <laughs> As I'm now looking to my roster, like there's, n I haven't broken the rule either, right? Ah, I knew, I knew Harris would be the death of me. All right, so I'm gonna have to make an adjustment, as my my Bosnian oh, no. beast is gonna have to go. That was the one that alerted me. I was like, wait a minute, I think he's older. Oh, did you I think he was? Is. Uh, he, I, I thought he was like 32 yeah. and he's 34. So, um, I will, I'm going to replace him with, um, a player from the same team as that, I believe that, that would be fair. Uh, so I'm taking CMD on as much as I really do not want to, because it does not fit my team the same way, but I will pay for my you're an honorable man. <laughs> All right, and now I can now I will continue to take the jewel. Now here's the thing: because of that, it seems highly unlikely that I could take the goalie. I'd... Oh yeah, yeah I think oh, that man is I, about. 40. I was wondering, but what like, <laughs> were you talking about? I'm like, oh yeah. Yes, that yes, Brad Guzan is indeed 35. So, um. Yeah, it feels like a lot of the good goalkeepers. Yeah, in the I was looking at that too, and I was like, I mean, that when I think about it, I'm not that shocked. But at the same time, you feel like there are a lot, there are a lot more good young goalkeepers. Now, I will be taking a, I uh, will be taking a goalkeeper, and I will be taking the wonderful Bill Hamid. Yeah, I know it's surprising. I didn't take Steve Clark. All right, let's see. <laughs> Who is an animal in this game, however? Hmm. Who do I want to run with to finish this off? 
we're gonna we're gonna finish up. We're gonna start working on the bench is defense a little more. I think that would be a good move here. Let's think. Who's on the table? Say, yeah, and I'm like thinking, like, okay, who am I? Who am I overlooking here? Hmm. Oh yeah, I forgot you. Yes. Hmm. We really don't have a lot to work with. Uh, let's. I'm gonna put some faith in. You know, we're kind of gonna go youngest a little bit from LAFC. We're going purely off FIFA stats here, so I hope this works out really well. I'm really hoping I pronounce this right, LAFC fans. If I don't, I'm sorry. Diego Palacios. <laughs> I was just looking at that because I happened to be already looking you know, at LAFC. And then we get to the point where like, huh, who's someone that's already put teams together? Oh, yeah. Yeah, as I say, there's a reason why I chose uh, Jorge Villafania for my left back because he was one of the only yep. few decent ones I knew off the top of my head, if I'm being honest. Uh, I'm also going to take an LAFC player as I now have to replace the CDM, so I will be taking uh, at to West. That makes sense. Let's see, kind of going in our back and forth of thinking, oh, God, who is decent and who is left. Let's see, I'm going to think I'm going to finish off my, let's see, this will be my fifth defender pick, so this is going to finish off my defense. Let's run with, hmm, shoot. Okay, if this will work. From the Vancouver Whitecaps, Ali Adnan. See, my biggest uh, worry right now is I'm trying to decide if I want to take a backup striker, striker or like another winger for like my last forward here. Yeah. Because I do have another forward to play with. Yeah. You're taking uh, Adnan? A man who wears the number 53? Here's your interesting say, like, thing for the you know day. You like, yeah, no, like, I honestly look at it too, and I was like, wait a second, he wears 53? Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> you see, part of me is like, as we're going through this, Jeff, it's starting to make me think, how do they put together an MLS All-Star roster? Because we're not getting to that point where we're, we're trying to think of people. And we're, <laughs> for some of us, I feel like we're starting to pick people that we've almost, we've probably heard of, but we don't think about until we go through the FIFA lists. Right. So now I have a goalkeeper. Um. No, I, I say I've done the math wrong. The requirements, okay. Yeah, so our, our required number oh. of position takes us to sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So I still have. Okay. So I'm looking for another forward, but I already have Jordan Morris, who will essentially act as both a backup winger and a backup striker. Right. But mostly, I would use him as a striker. And now I need to find another winger. 
and half of the good wingers are listed as midfielders, which is I think we love that part. <laughs> As I'm looking through my roster too, and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> also, what's going to be really fun is getting the uh, – there's a lot of young players in the league, but almost all of them are – young are are not young enough to require for the 21 and under so that's going to be a really fun player to find if only alfonso davis was still in the league i thought i had my 20 i thought i had a 21 and under pick for a second then i looked him and he's a lot worse in fifa than you would think he is if you watched him play though okay if you watched him play all of i think he's ended up taking the field like three or four times he's a lot worse than you think he would be (laughs) <laughs> so now I, I would say so now I'm looking at what what to do with the forward position here uh, there's quite a few ways I could go again the best wingers I've found have all been listed as midfielders and I don't really want to take use my another another midfielder sense. spot for that purpose as already my starting right winger is actually a midfielder Because I've been, you know, I've been looking at um, the the likes of uh, Pasuelo, right. uh, Piatti, you know, those types of players, but they're not necessarily the the best. You, they're not filling in that forward requirement. Yeah, no, like I'm having to check all my. Yeah, I'm checking my midfielder oh, and forward slots right now because as I'm going through this, there are players that I've like mainly seen played in forward spots. And then FIFA counts them as midfielders. So, like, I'm having to do that mental check, too, figuring out, okay, right. who's technically a forward or who's technically a midfielder that can help me fill this gap? Yeah, and there, there's just so many players that are listed as a midfielder that are wingers. Now, you are So, I, I may end up actually, I think... I could go that route. I may end up taking another um, FC Cincinnati Ooh. player. I think, you know, one of I the know, worst teams the in MLS is about to start um, stockpiling out rosters. Yeah, it's going to have three bills. So, yeah, we're, we're going to do that, actually. Uh, I'm going to take you, Yakubo. Let me see. As I'm doing the math right now and double-checking and making sure that I'm working with the right number of slots. Right. I mean, obviously, right. we'll have two free to use. See, we're kind of going to go off-demand here. So I think this should be my... This will end up being my fourth forward pick. So kind of... The- your, your, yeah, your fifth get, forward pick. Actually, you know what? We're going to work with the midfield instead. We're going to finish out by kind of getting a little more of a defensive presence in there from Atlanta. We're going to pull the Medi. Eric Rometty. You're going to pull hold? Who's all right? Who I think will end up being, let me count one, two, three, four. He, he should be my fifth midfielder? 
Yes. All right. So now we move on to me. I have um, remaining in my required. I'm required to have another defender and another goalkeeper. But from there, I would probably add another forward and midfielder. Uh, sorry, I just had to start laughing because I just saw CJ Sapong, which made me laugh. Um, sorry, CJ, but uh, yeah, not exactly who we're looking at here. It's really, as I say, it's quite difficult to find right. the those exact players you're looking for. Unless you know them off the top, off the top of your head, so I'm gonna I'm gonna fill in my defense with somebody who's quite slow, but he's gonna be my backup center back, so it's that's fine. A good, uh, I'll that's be taking a Matt good Hitchens. person to run with. I'm gonna get my backup goalkeeper in, and it's going to be. Oh, oh okay, yeah, this man will do the job. We're going to pull from the union here, and we're going to have Andre Blake come in as my backup goalkeeper. The myth, the legend. What a man. <laughs> um, just so I'm filling up at the same time, I will also be taking my backup goalkeeper, and just for uh, absolute laughs and giggles i will be taking <laughs> one uh Steve. honestly kind of surprised he was off the table that long <laughs> my boy steve all right and then let me see it let's see that should have us both at 16 so far We both have 16. We both met our required number of each position. So now it's free game. Except that I need to I have get to think. Rid of the card, so that's good. See, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get that fist forward in. Okay. We're gonna grab from. Do I want to yank him? I have to think. I have to think if he will work out. See, I also I ran into the same problem yet again. <laughs> as I keep forgetting these people keep getting older. Uh, as Steve Clark Steve Clark was 33, which is amazing because he looks be about 26. Here because I just I'm I'm looking at a picture of Steve too. Yeah, are we sure FIFA is not wrong here? Yeah, I know. Uh, so he's been, again, replaced by somebody from the same oh. team. So Jeff a Atanella <laughs> is now my backup goalkeeper. The man, the myth, the legend. Let's go, Jeff. Uh, unfortunately, we don't oh, have, uh, what is it, Quarase or whatever his name was. From... For giggles. Just for yeah. giggles. We're going to run with the man, the myth, the legend from Toronto, Josie Altidore. <laughs> I 
Oh, I'm certainly glad I, I didn't say, I'm like, you know, I'm going to give him a chance. <laughs> Maybe, you know, in a world where he only needs to play, what, two games? He doesn't get injured. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, Although, listen, even Josie, still, that's a, that's a you big You stay healthy for all your games that I get. But just these two. Just these two. Like, these two are the ones you really need to stay healthy in. It's like, please, for for the love of God, <laughs> get hurt. You see, that's gonna be that's gonna be the really funny thing. If any of our players get gets injured, who is it gonna be that goes down? And the second question of whose fault is it gonna be? Okay. I say I, I think I may have found my uh, my under twenty one player. Ooh. If he plays the position, I think he does. If not, I found my other. Who's the under twenty one Tom? We'll be taking Diego Ross. That man's under twenty one. That man is twenty. Really? Yes. Interesting. And and I think I've just gotten an absolute really steal on my seventeenth pick. <laughs> All right. So who is going to be your last player? Hmm. We look at the rafter. And say, so, yeah, I think Barco qualifies as your, yeah, he does. your 21 rounder. Let me see, let me double check to make sure. Yep, he's 21 on the dot. Let's see, we're gonna, Sweet. hmm, <laughs> let's see, we're gonna run with kind of, we're kind of just gonna you know, get a little more forward firepower. We're gonna run with to finish us off. Let me see. You see, for I was gonna run with Rosie before he, before he got sniped. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, yeah, this will be. I don't. We're gonna pull from literally your favorite team now. I don't think you've sniped them yet. Oh yeah. Jeremy Abobasi. No, I have not taken Abobasi. He's going to round us out. I'm just happy you pronounced his name. <laughs> I was right. like, what's the greatest box <laughs> of his name that you've heard so far, Tom? My, my favorite is just like reading it straight up as like one of the commentators <laughs> once said, like, Ebobisi. And I'm like, that is just so far incorrect. That's one of those that after. That if Abobasi yeah. ever watched the game, he would just be like, what did he say? How do you think that was sounded? Mm-hmm. 
So obviously, Abobasi is a player that can play striker as well as out wide. Um, for you, so that will that will round out your team. I am still looking for the man, the myth, the legend to be uh, Mister Irrelevant, as it's called. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I say that, that it could actually have quite an impact on this. Um, now, obviously, these games will be CPU versus CPU, so, you know, we will not have a hand in them, though it will be interesting to see uh, who who the computer decides to bring on in the, the key moments in these games. Um, we will obviously be, like, I we will talk a little bit after Um we, we finished this draft anyways, but um, we will be con- obviously setting up the team sheet so they're running the formations we want with the correct people starting. You know, before we... Um, however, we can't control what happens in the game. <laughs> you know, all we do is we put in FIFA and we just hope FIFA makes the best decisions. <laughs> Which is usually is. a bad choice. Oh, this is uh, this is exactly who I wanted to find. I forgot he moved teams. Perfect. All right, I will be taking as the last pick Kelly and Okay, yeah, that's a, that's a really good run for Mister Relevant right there. I was like sitting here and I'm like, I really, really, really need <laughs> a backup CDF. <laughs> All right, so. Let us now run through our teams. Uh, I, will, I will start with my team. I will go by position because it's the easiest way to do it. Forwards on my team are Chicharito, Christian Pavon, Jordan Morris, Yuya Kubo, and Diego Rossi. My midfielders are Diego Valeri, Jimmy Chara, <laughs> Diego Chara, uh, CM Dion, Edward Atuesta, and Kelly Acosta. Defenders are Ike Opara, Reggie Cannon, Miles Robinson, Jorge Villafania. And Matt Hedges. Uh, and goalkeepers are Bill Hamid and Jeff. I was like, don't even say his last name anymore. We'll just like put on the back of his kit. Just not Antonella, just Jeff. Jeff. I'd say I, in my lineup, we have forward Raul Rui Diaz. We have, yeah, forward, we have Raul Rui Diaz, Joseph Martinez, Ezekiel Barco, Carlos Vela, and Josie Altador. Josie Altador and Ibovisi. Midfielders, we have Darlington Nagby, Nicholas Odero, Maxi Morales. We're not even going to try and say Maxi's full name, actually. I looked up and I was like, how? <laughs> it's like how Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. has about 17 names. Um, and then we have Pity Martinez and Eric Rometty. Um, Defenders, we have Greg Garza, Aaron Long, Franco Escobar, Diego Palette. Palacios, I swear I'm gonna look up how his name is pronounced before the next episode. Uh, and Ali Palacios. And then I could be wrong. we have Son Johnson and Andre Blake. All right, so now t- talk me through what you are, uh, you know, what were you thinking in terms of formation? Uh, and and who's going to be so in your for starting formation? Area. I was kind of, I kind of envisioned a three-five-two. So the idea is, the idea is at the moment we have Raul Rui Diaz and Joseph start up top. Then midfielder working from left midfield to right midfield is going to be Barco at left. 
Nagby and Maxi Morales are central defensive midfielders. Nicholas Lodero's kind of sort of up top at central attacking. And in Vela, we're going to stick at right midfielder. And then for defenders, we're going to have Garza, Aaron Long, and Franco Escobar at the back. And then we have just, you know, a good old goalkeeper, Son Johnson. Hopefully, the kind of idea was, you know, have a good bit of attacking firepower, which is where I'm hoping, you know, Vela, Barco, Joseph, and Marie Diaz, along with there will get on the same page. But at the same time, I know Nagby, um, Nagby, Garza, and Escobar are good shutting, def- shutting down counterattacks. So we're hoping, you know, that comes together. And then for the bench... For the bench, um, for the attacking midfield, we got Pity Martinez to kind of come in and be that swap, swap for Lodero, just in case FIFA decides it needs a late spark. Josie Altador, when he's healthy, is good. So, A, hopefully he stays <laughs> healthy. And so, if FIFA says we need a late spark, we bring him on. Uh, well, I, I really am excited to see them bring on uh, Josie Alador to take on Ico Parra head to head. Just both of these incredibly quick, strong dudes just fucking. Uh, pardon me, there. Yeah, no, you're just, like just going two, after it. You have two great strong soccer players going in. Only one's gonna come out of this. And then you know we have Andre Blake right. as backup goalkeeper just in case. Which I've only had this happen to me once when I'm playing FIFA. I don't know if it's happened to you. Just in case Son Johnson doesn't mean to get a red card. It only happened to me once. I still think that <laughs> call is BS, but you know, when the computers make it, you can't do much about it. You, you've, you've got the, the yep. safe hands like, of Andre Blake. Just in case Sam Johnson gets that red card, we look at Andre like, listen, Andre, your job is just get us through this, man, please. All right. Uh, I've uh, my, my team is looking – it's going to be either a 4-2-3-1, which is my favorite formation, or a 4-3-3 uh, with a cam. Uh, it, it depends on how, how I – how it start like looks when it lines up. Um, front three being Chicharito, uh, Yimmy uh, Chara, and Diego Rossi on the wings. Diego Valeri in behind with two CDMs with Diego Chara and Edward Atuesta. And then a back four of Viafania, Cannon on the fullbacks, and Miles Robinson and Ike Opara at center back. And of course, <laughs> the safest hands in the league, Bill Hamid. <laughs> Between the sticks. Okay. I think we've got a, a very interesting matchup brewing. be very interesting to see how, you know, Ico Parra uh, and Robinson can handle the likes of Joseph Martinez and Rui Diaz and even Altidore off the bench, how, you know, Reggie Cannon um, and, and uh, actually the most important, how Villafana can oh, handle yeah. Carlos Vela. That's going to be the That's going to be interesting to see go down. Also, I just had a random thought come into my head. Hypothetically speaking, I don't know if it's something that FIFA, that FIFA would decide on its own or not. This is, this is two legs, right, that we're going to have these teams play. What if this goes to penalty kicks? Yes, it is. If it goes to penalty kicks, well... 
then we're gonna have a very interesting conversation. <laughs> like, that's gonna next be like, in this hypothetical, who would you want coming up to take that first kick? Yeah, that's gonna be the, that's the hardest part for me because I'm someone who very much, you know, ha- sets up my penalty selection in an un- what I believe is an unconventional way. No, 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 no. But I always have my best penalty taker take it four. Uh, and then I go the best. The best takers are third and fourth. Uh, and then, like, basically, I rearrange the order from like one, like four through right. one. I like flip them so that my fourth best is taking it first because the crucial penalties oh, yeah, almost every time is. are the third and fourth ones. Those are the swing penalties, is, is the way to put it. So those are the ones where I want my best people taking it. So I'd I'd put you know, I would probably put uh, Rossi on my first penalty because Valeri would be taking my fourth and Chicha Road probably yeah, taking my third. That definitely makes sense. Like with I was just looking at my roster and I had just like I had this combination feeling of I kind of trust these people to take PKs and at the same time I'm like oh boy after the first five things are gonna get interesting. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think. Nah, what? What you talking about? <laughs> I like, trust you know, Ike up first. He's like, listen, Ike, we know this isn't what you're used to, but we trust you enough to try and nail this, right? There, there's no doubt in my <laughs> no, mind. Like, I think like that'd be one of those where, like, if you ever like, if you ever like watch the PK shoot, and you're just like, okay, you know what? I don't trust this guy to nail it. All. I'm just gonna turn around and not even watch this. And just listen to the crowd. I'll know if it went in or not. I have no doubt in my mind that you get Ike Opara, you know, amped up. He's taking, like, a goalkeeper penalty. He's just thumping it as hard right. as he can, trying to hit the underside of the yeah, crossbar. Like, when I was looking through my lineup, I'm thinking, yeah, definitely. Probably Vela and Joseph are going to be – would probably be kicking third and fourth in the lineup. Just like, you know, that's just like you said, those are typically the most important ones. So I'm like, you know what? If I trust anyone to nail them, it's those two. Rest of the order is kind of just like, you know, I'm probably would just be like, hey, you know what? What works will work. Probably Barco leads off. What will work will work. What won't work won't work. Still going to be interesting, though, to definitely see like how these go down. Yes, uh, uh, absolutely. So, like I said, uh, over the week, I will be having those games take place. Obviously, it'll take some time to set up the roster, so it will be sometime during the midweek. I will be getting those um, videos up on my YouTube channel, which is just Tom Cloutier on YouTube. Um, Not to plug myself there, unless you want to watch random clips from racing video games. But... (laughs) Uh, it's, it's just I, I have to upload straight from the PlayStation, um, so that's the only way I'm going to get it up, uh, and then we will be able to talk about what happened next week. So thank you, Jonathan, for well joining me. Thank you for over, having over me. Um, you know, best <laughs> of luck to your fantasy team. Best of luck to yours to finish that. Game. Once again, I, all I really want is just this drag out into penalty kicks. There's 
See, it's either going to go one of two ways. It's either going to be an absolute blowout, yeah, or it's going like, to be like this is going to be. I say, ladies and gentlemen, this will be this is prime time TV. Like, if you're bored and looking for something to watch, <laughs> like you know, one way or another, <laughs> this will be a bit of a show. Yeah, so uh, excited to be able to bring that. Uh, this coming week. Uh, thank you for joining me, Jonathan. I, I think it's going to be a fantastic um, thing to a fantastic development in the coming week, and also we'll see how it plays out. Uh, I'm gonna guess likely next weekend is probably the earliest we're gonna do another episode to follow up. Uh, but thank you for joining me, uh, and everyone. Say, yeah, definitely. You know, stay like, safe until out. next time. Stay safe.